0: Welcome to Funded by Source, a new conversation about expanded consciousness, creativity, ritual and entrepreneurship in the digital age. Funded by Source is here to remind you what you already know deep within. We are here to weave a new story of abundance, one that's beyond logic, spreadsheets and hashtags. My intention is to activate ripples of courage for you to share your own voice and medicine with the world. Trusting that when you follow the whispers, you are fully funded by source. In the world of outsourcing, we will explore the things that you can only insource, revealing the unique path that you came here to walk, creating your own definition of success. I am your host, Xenia, an award nominated storyteller, guide, and creator of the conscious social media method. I am here to hold space of curiosity, play, courageous communication, and unwavering trust as we dive between the physical, the digital, and the unseen realms. Before we start, I have one question for you. Are you open to miracles? I am your host, Ksenia, and here we talk about intuitive social media strategy, running a digital business, as well as spiritual practice and how it all ties in together. I am just coming back from St. Louis where I got to speak and share exactly how I run my digital business with the students of the All in Business School at Washington University. Apparently it's one of the most prestigious schools in the U.S. and I was so honored to share all of it. If you want to get a better glimpse into my approach to social media and how you can do it more consciously. And if you're ready to take your relationship with social media to the next level, then definitely check out episode 40 as well as check out my Conscious Social Media program. I'm going to link that in the show notes. On this episode, my guest is Jason McGrice. Jason is the man that I wake up with almost every day. And no, he's not my fiance. Jason is a meditation teacher, and he created this meditation called The Morning Ritual on the free app called Insight Timer. And I've tried so many different morning meditations over the years, and this is the one I keep coming back to over and over and over, and it has such a profound impact on how I feel and on how I start my day. Jason is a meditation teacher and a spiritual healer and he is from Adelaide, Australia. He is on a mission to raise the vibration and consciousness of the globe through the energy encapsulated within his healing meditations. Him and his family are setting off on a journey around Australia in a vintage caravan to explore and record some of the most beautiful landscapes deeply connecting to the earth. I feel so lucky that I got to speak with Jason in this episode about how he became a meditation teacher and what role overcoming his own intense anxiety played in it and how having a spiritual practice really helped him heal. He talked about the power of intention and how the digital space and social media amplifies it. We also covered how the heck did he become one of the top 10 teachers on Insight Timer, which is one of the biggest meditation apps in the world right now, and what role intentionality and the energetic aspect of things played in it. We talked about running a location-independent mindfulness business and releasing plain small and really going all out in things that are aligned with your purpose. We talked about finding profound moments of connection in day-to-day moments, and also how energetic state and how you're feeling and what your intention is and how planting seeds, they all play a role in creating digital offerings, whether that's a course or recorded meditation and how there really is an invisible, energetic component when you create those offerings that people can really sense and feel, even if you don't and are not able to put words to it. So there's so much wisdom and and fun and relatability in this episode. And I hope you enjoy it. If you are new to the show, welcome. If you're coming back, That means you've liked the show. So I invite you to please take a moment to pause now to go. And leave it a rating and a review to the show on iTunes because that really, really helps this message to reach more people and create an even bigger impact. It's one of those interesting moments where, Jace, I've been meditating with you for years now. It feels <laughs> like an inside timer. Yeah. You're my go to voice that gives me peace and clarity and just excitement to start my mornings. And I recommended you to so many people, all my platforms, including Breakfast Criminals, and you're an actual human. You're not just a voice like <laughs> Alexa. So it's kind of cool.
1: Wow, Thank you. <laughs> so beautiful. You know that no matter how many times I hear that from people who connect with me over whatever uh, social media or through my emails or what have you, I, that always just chokes me up. I, I just have this deep... um yeah, you know, that's what I'm here that's what I'm here for is to really connect people to their heart and when I when I feel when I hear and feel that um you know that feedback from people it just it just gets me every time so thank you. I wasn't expecting that straight up.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how I found out about you through that 10-minute meditation and for me no matter how many times i do it it really shifts my state every time and i talk to people about this very openly i wake up grumpy and that's the reason why i do what i do and i talk about morning rituals as an access to being a happier and more present person and Mm -hmm. recently i also did your course which was next level I thought it was so powerful Consists of several parts And my favorite one that I just keep coming back to over and over Is the grounding part Yeah, It is (laughs) so good I mean, I have so many questions to you about Where do you get all these visualizations And what's your process But we'll get there For now, I just am boiling with excitement To speak to you And welcome to the show
1: Thank you so much, that is beautiful Can't wait
0: so, the traditional thing that I do is I'm going to read out your Instagram bio. Yeah. And you're going to tell me what it is that you actually do. So, if you guys want to follow along, it's Jason McGrice, M C G I C E. It says the meditation house, meditation teacher and healer, Reiki master, spiritual healer at Uluru. Top 10 on insight timer, program liaison at one giant mind. Next. With a little plain emoji, Wonderless Fest. And you're yeah. based in Adelaide, South Australia, Larks Bay. So many things packed into this one bio. It's yeah. clear that you are a healer. It's clear that you are a guide. I would love to know what it is. How would you describe what you do and what it is that you actually do on a day-to-day basis?
1: Absolutely. That has shifted quite dramatically in the last 6 months. Just a very very brief backstory. I went through a bit of a a period in the last 6 months of just being completely overwhelmed. So my day-to-day teachings and my spiritual healing has very much been stripped back and I've been really focusing on myself and getting myself into this, you know, just going back to all of my beautiful spiritual practices in that really enhance myself so then I can give to everyone else. So that bio, I'm absolutely a meditation teacher, you know, I've been teaching meditation now for gosh, maybe eight, nine, 10 years and running weekly classes at a spiritual healer and Reiki practitioner, Reiki master. So yeah, just seeing clients and just on flowing, on flowing the light. Yeah, I just, I really, my whole thing is about raising the consciousness and the vibration of the earth and really connecting people to their heart. I, I truly feel like I'm here to teach people about love and the way to connect to
0: And you do it in a way where the language doesn't get in the way of those teachings. Mm. Just the way, I think it's, it's your voice. It's the music in the background. It's the visualizations. I don't know. That's much just my stipulation of what it is. But from my experience, just the way you describe things, I instantly feel that connection to the earth. And how did you get into this
1: work? Mm. Gosh, that's so nice that you say that. So back on, I'm th- I'm almost thirty three. When I was fifteen, my mum actually went along to uh, do a Reiki course, and my dad and I thought she was absolutely batshit crazy. You know, this is back in maybe ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, we're just like, what are you doing? What what are these? Who are these crazy hippies that you're involved with? You know, after she's you know talking about it, we hear the language that she's talking about. Do we see what she's doing with? Reiki and, and obviously experiencing, experiencing the healing that's coming through that as well. I went along the next year and did a Reiki course, like a children's Reiki course. And mm-hmm. I did Reiki one and Reiki two. And from there, I guess experimented and got to know the energy for myself. And, and after that, a few years later, I went through a, an intense few years of anxiety. I was smoking a lot of weed. I was living out of home yeah, just drinking. And I just got to this breaking point where I just, I had to give up all of that, all of that stuff, you know, all of the the drugs and whatever. And yeah, come back to my spirituality to heal. And I found meditation in that point.
0: How did you find it? Do you remember?
1: Oh, it was one of my, it was one of, I believe it was a naturopath who said, I think you need to give this a go. And even actually a doctor, I went and saw a doctor because I had this overwhelming thought that it was my heart. That I was going to have a heart attack it was just a thought that, that plagued me for years, and um, I went along to get a scan on my heart, and the lady said, "You know what here 's a pamphlet I think you 've got anxiety and that was the first time i 'd really maybe even heard that, that term anxiety. I had no idea what that was and From there, I guess I jumped onto my old friend Google and <laughs> and went on a bit of a bit of a research journey. And those descriptions that were coming through were exactly what I was was experiencing, and yes, meditation was then offered as a channel for me to to go down, and and I started on one Monday night, and I just stuck at that practice for you know once a week, every Monday night for for years, and that was a true saving grace.
0: So that's a class you went to?
1: That was a class, yeah. That was at a healing and energy center here in Adelaide, and that's where I went on to do. I revisited Reiki as an adult, and I also went to Uluru, so so that big rock in the center of Australia, beautiful spiritual home. And yeah, I went and did a spiritual healing course there back in 2008.
0: So in the first place, how did you go from looking at your mom and thinking, what are these heapers doing to doing the course yourself? (laughs) What was it about it?
1: I guess I just, you know, I, I experienced what was happening. I experienced the energy and... I softened to it quite quickly. I think also at the time I was actually dating a girl whose mum was a, a healer as well. So mm-hmm. it was sort of coming at me at all angles. And yeah, I just was my interest was sparked and and it was undeniable what I was feeling through those healings.
0: It's interesting you mentioned those Monday night meditations because that's how I got into meditation as well. I moved to New York from San Francisco. I didn't have friends or community and then I started going to this yoga studio and specifically to meditations on Monday nights and that's how I found one of my first spiritual teachers ended up going to India and this whole path unfolded Monday nights. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think there's a real thing there with Monday night meditation. It's one of my favorite nights to teach on.
0: (laughs) Mm. So what happened in those meditations that led you where you are now?
1: Yeah, for sure. The style of meditation that was taught then, and it's very off the cuff, it's very what I would call channeled. It is, you know, there was a lot of that language that I potentially use that filtered down through into me and really became my my experience. So I guess on the mat myself in those, in those initial stages, probably in the first initial year and a half, I experienced a hell of a lot of anxiety. There was all this stuff continually bubbling up and as i would you know enter my heart space and and enter further into my body to observe what was happening you know there was overwhelming fear and doubt and oh just just all the crap that you could imagine at the depths of you know wh- where this healing is taking place all of this stuff just bubbling out of me and shifting and and continuously healing so yeah that was very much what happened to me like really healing on on that mat so from there that's where i I guess went to that that next level and I, I really wanted to become a light for other people who are experiencing anxiety, who are experiencing depression or or just any any form of trauma. Throughout the spiritual healing course it was, you know, we, we deal with any trauma that you could ever possibly imagine. And I think the the fundamental like you know, the way you heal is just by holding that space and holding that light and just just shining that light towards people and there is it is undeniable that they will just, they will come out of that. Yeah, there's, there's just a beautiful way of the, what unconditional love can do to people.
0: Hmm. And it's one thing to do it in person. And I understand the physics of that. But I think with the digital world and what your online meditations provide is spreading that light and shining that light to millions of people at all times.
1: Yeah, it is far, far beyond what I could have ever imagined. Yeah, and, and you know, when I was, that first track, morning ritual, the first track, I really held that intention that, you know, I, I connected in with with that Reiki energy and, and then just, you know, I always have that affirmation or intention that whatever comes through me today is for the highest good of anyone who is going to be listening. And that's the intention that I hold at the start of any class. And, you know, I just really connect in with those people and what their what their hearts are needing in that time. So yeah, it's it's really done that. And and it's far exceeded what I ever thought was possible.
0: So it's one thing to do your own healing, but it's a totally different thing to have that realization that I'm actually here on this planet at this time to share this with others. Do you remember your moment like that when you realized that you want to teach this?
1: Yeah, it's funny. I, I do actually remember a day where I thought, you know what? Maybe I could be like the meditation guy, because I, I really <laughs> didn't know where I didn't know where my life was heading. I I didn't know how spirituality or or spiritual healing as such was going to. You know, I was in a thought process where I didn't know where it was going to or how it was going to provide, you know, or like a full time income or or a much greater income than that and I thought what else can I where can I be a little bit more relatable to people what's what's the, what are the things that are coming through for people what's popping up and meditation was something that you know has really you know it's it's absolutely everywhere and compared to when I was going to those Monday night meditations 15 years ago mm. so what it is now like meditation is absolutely a household name like it is it is everywhere and it was definitely not back then so I thought, you know what, I, I love meditation and I want to teach meditation. Maybe I can be the meditation guy. So mm-hmm. that's sort of yeah, where it went from.
0: And so what did you do from there? Did you start offering it to friends first or what was your process?
1: A friend and I who I actually met at Monday Night Meditation, she was going through anxiety as well and we bonded over our anxiety. We actually started to run a night called Divine Generation and that was for Gen X and Y's to come along and just have a beautiful, safe space where they can explore their spirituality. We would run through some some spiritual topics and then we would then we would give them about an hour meditation as well. So it sort of started from there. And then I was just getting offers to come and run meditations at different studios. And, and that's sort of where it took off.
0: Wow. And how did Insight Timer happen? If I open up your page on Insight Timer right now, you're one of the top 10 teachers and you have had, let's see, 21.5 million minutes of meditation of people with you around the world, 2.1 million plays. I mean, that's crazy.
1: I've never actually seen that minutes thing. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They, they keep changing a lot of stuff on the app and they keep updating these you know, different insights that we can see. So that's, that's amazing. I didn't even know that.
0: <laughs> and what's interesting is that it says the audience is, thousand so you can see how many people are actually returning because they feel the power of your meditation
1: yeah i'm pretty astounded at how many people do listen to me on the daily it's you know i get so many messages saying i wake up with you every day (laughs) it's just like wow okay
0: (laughs) i'm one of those people
1: yeah amazing
0: (laughs) Can you tell me how, like, how did insight come into your field of awareness mm. and how did the whole thing unfold? Was there any, you know, did the seed you planned indicate at all that it would take off like it did?
1: No, not at all. So I was emailed by Maddie, who was the head, like, lead publisher. And Maddie emailed me a couple of times. I think probably even the first email, I didn't even get back to her. And I'd had a few app like apps reach out to me and you know I was it was all a bit it was just so new to me and I was like oh I don't know I don't really want to give I don't really want to give my stuff away for free you know so I actually hadn't even finished my first CD so I said hey Maddie maybe give me six months and I'll have I'll have something to you so after that six months I sent her I sent her morning ritual and that's all I all I was willing to give her for you know, because it was just going going up there for free and it was, all, it was all totally new and it was all feeling a bit weird. And I didn't really know, you know, I didn't know their intention. I didn't know if, uh, I, I didn't know what grounds of, you know, if they were just after money or, or it was just, yeah, it was just too new to me. From there, the next sort of year or so passed and, and Morning Ritual just went went insane. It just went insane. Like there's just so many people listening to it. So I, I just gave them the rest of my uh, CD and then yeah it's just gone from there it's just it's just been next level
0: can you tell me about the process of creating morning ritual do you remember specifically was it something that you planned or you just sat one morning and it came through
1: it was something that i had i guess had a, a small i wouldn't say a framework just you know i just had an idea that i wanted to create something for people in the morning with which they could connect to and just release all the shit from their previous night or their week or like whenever they connect to it, all of that stuff in the past is just null and void. And they can start on with their best foot forward and just just own life. So I think you know, it was it was a couple of years ago that I recorded now, but I'm pretty certain as I do with all meditations, I just sit uh, and, and have a meditation myself and then just allow words to flow through me. So yeah, it is a bit of a process to sort of chop and change. But yeah, what came out was, yeah, extremely happy with.
0: (laughs) And also what sets this meditation apart is the background music. Just so powerful. Can you tell me more about that?
1: Yeah, certainly. So Tali Rulin from sonessence.com, she is an absolute wizard. That's that's what I dub her anyway, as an absolute wizard for music creation. And, And I was so lucky to have her create these, tracks for the CD. And these tracks are nowhere else. They're only for these meditations. And, and you can just tell that you can tell that they're so beautifully succinct with, uh, with the words and with the structure. And, and they just create that extra layer of story and, and that connection. And yeah, they're just they're just stunning.
0: So first, you, you record the voice, and then she creates the music based on that?
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, you know, any meditation teacher or any, anyone who's offering is an audio offering we could only dream of reaching and touching so many people on a daily basis what do you think it is about your offering that has created really a movement
1: Mm. i guess at the the very baseline or just when i was recording that so deeply grounded and so deeply embodied in my work that there was no other course for that track to to go upon. I just I knew it was destined to shift and to shift mm-hmm. on a mass scale. I just I held that intention so deeply. And you know, when I listened to it for the first time, like I just I just cried and cried. And yeah, you know, all of my meditations I, I truly feel and my course and everything, I always create them for myself. And then I send them out and that was truly created for me. Yeah. Every time I listen to my stuff, like even though it's my, my voice and everything, it doesn't even matter whatsoever. Like they just, they so deeply affect me and Mm. yeah, I just knew that was going to affect people.
0: So you mentioned something very important, the power of intention. Mm. So it's, it didn't come as a surprise because you did hold that intention for it to have a global massive shift. Yes. On
1: people. Yes, absolutely. But sometimes we can be very <laughs> surprised when our intentions <laughs> come into fruition so deeply, right. or so profoundly. So yeah.
0: So what is your own personal process? You know, you said you meditate before recording anything like this. What is your process of entering that space yourself, that pure channeling space, and also space of planting those seeds for those intentions? What are your some of the practices that you do?
1: Absolutely. So, I guess this comes back to my spiritual healing teachings um, and communicating with my spiritual guides or angels, whichever term you wish to call, or you know, speaking directly to spirit or to God or yeah, the Earth, Mother Earth. I really t- just take that time, take that space, a few deep breaths, and just connect in. I imagine, and as I did before we started recording, I had a. um before we started talking i had a, a 20 minute meditation and throughout that time I, I, I went into my heart i just softened any walls that had built around around that and allowed them to dissipate and dissolve and then just asked for that channel of like golden white light to come down from the highest realms of the universe to open my crown chakra to allow information in and then and then channel that through my body into the earth out through my legs my feet and just deeply root it into the earth and just allow for that clear, concise channel of information for whatever anyone who is out there needs to hear. Yeah, I just want to be that vessel. So that's really my, I guess, my little prayer before any meditation session.
0: Which of the meditations that you have out on your site or an insight could serve as this little prayer for anyone listening?
1: Yeah, so probably Divine Connection. Okay. That is a an affirmation based meditation and it really goes from each layer of of being it goes through the physical it goes through emotional it goes through yeah just right down into the depths of our energy and and it works works through dissolving any layers of fear any layers of you know anything just to become your pure essence of self and that is a absolute stunning way to just cleanse and clear your body so that you are yeah, just the clearest vessel and channel that you can be.
0: Mm. It, I mean, as you're speaking about it, I'm so connected to the way of being where you're just a pure channel. Whenever I do any speaking engagements or workshops, I do a little meditation beforehand, and I know exactly when I shift into that space, and I don't have to think anymore because it's just coming through. That's right. And yeah. at the same time. On a day to day basis, you know, in daily work emails and this and that. And right now I'm creating a conscious social media and intuitive business course. I still find myself so much in my head about it, you know, making sure I covered this and is the structure right and is the name right. Do you have any suggestions for myself and anyone who can resonate with that on how to stay in that channeling and presence state? longer or more.
1: Yeah, certainly. You know, I guess, you know, we live in this physical world and we have all of this intense stress around us all the time. So it is very you know, there's no wonder we we flip in and out of this of this state. I guess, you know, my thoughts have have slightly skewed on channeling in terms of having to connect, going through that process to connect. Although that little meditation and, and thought process and visualization That's very intentional what I do before my classes or what I do before my recordings. But it is just, it's worth knowing and and worth thinking about and, and diving deeper into that inquiry that we are always actually, we're always connected. There is no separation from anything in this world to us or the universe to us. We are, you know, we are energy. Every single thing is just this beautiful song of energy, of particles. And we are just, you know, symbiotically working within this world, within that. So when we hold that that space and that thought, then we are never apart from our connection. So, but in saying that, with this physical world that we're in and this stressful world, sometimes just a little reminder, uh, you know, throughout the day, whether that's a, a a wallpaper on your phone or whether that's a little sticker on the top of your watch or, or however you need to connect to be reminded to harness that connection once again I think these little reminders can serve us greatly in the day to day
0: Mm. and in your course one of the classes has to do with creating physical space for your meditation for your morning practice and I mean I use sage and palo santo every day many times a day I'm that person. Yeah, <laughs> I work yeah. from home. I have crystals in every corner. I have all my flower essences and cacao. Like I'm surrounded by opportunity of ritual and I do it all the time. But just again, the way you spoke about it and you explained it so simply, I think it's such a gift for us all to just keep coming back to the simplicity of it because it doesn't have to be complicated and it's accessible to anyone and all it takes is just showing up with a little more intention and presence.
1: Yes, absolutely. First number one thing is showing up and that's, that's all it is. And whether if that's sitting on a chair or sitting on the ground, that's showing up enough for, for people. If you want to deepen that experience and, and that's deepening it on a, on a physical level, not so much a spiritual level because we don't need all of that stuff as such to you know, experience whatever we're going to experience in meditation. But those beautiful intentional items maybe a plant or or the crystals or the essential oils all of that stuff opens those channels and pathways for us to connect inward especially when we've got that level of stress that's that's floating around within our body every day you know an essential oil can we can put it on our body or we can put it in a diffuser and it can literally melt that stuff away from it. it completely we completely bypass that and get on with the job of meditating
0: What's your favorite essential oil right now?
1: Look, it, it pretty much is always frankincense. Oof, yes. <laughs> I do have a, a blend which I like to, where it, frankincense, cedar wood, lavender, and go like an orange, like a wild orange or something. And yeah, it's just it's beautiful. It's 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 the oil of uh, truth, community, calm, and abundance when they're all mixed together. It's delicious. Mm.
0: That's so interesting. I just came back from this business boot camp, and I was using cedarwood and orange all weekend. Oh, wow.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, mixed together. Cedarwood is the oil of community.
0: Mm, that makes so much sense.
1: And then orange is abundance. They're pretty powerful.
0: Oof. Okay. I'm up to update my essential oil collection. <laughs> so the thing I want to get into with you is something that comes up on almost every episode. It's this... Combination between intuition and strategy. It's this flow, it's this balance between flowing and channeling and being present and taking the right high impact actions at the right time. Because, you know, just as an example with your meditation on insight timer, yes, it came through you, but if you didn't respond to that email and did submit it, it wouldn't have happened. Yes. So, It's one thing to be present and to be receiving all these beautiful lessons and teachings, but it does take action and that determination to actually make it happen. So maybe we can use the meditation as an example, or maybe your course. I would love to hear about your experience on that, finding that balance between determination, action, strategy, business thinking, and that divine flow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It it requires you to be very balanced within your feminine and masculine you know the feminine for the creativity and just that beautiful free-flowing energy and allowing those words to flow through you and and then the masculine to actually sit down and, and nut it out and just do the work that is required mm-hmm. oh man holy shit that course <laughs> that took it out of me well it didn't take it out of no, me really? it was just it was just like when I was sitting down I was just the first few sessions like the first few lessons that just came out was just like where the hell is this coming from like this was just <laughs> I was just like, I was beaming and then you know there was other days where it was like you know just almost like slamming the keyboard like oh man this is like it's taking longer to come out or or I'm having to inquire further to search for it and you know, then you have to just check in with yourself and and you know soften soften to that, and and then allow then because you've stepped too far into the masculine, and you're not letting that free flow to come through. So you know, get up off the seat, have a break, go for a walk down the beach, or whatever you have to do to shift that state and and start back into your or get your balance back into your feminine and your masculine.
0: Mm-hmm. And in more detail, what was your process? Did you first sit down? And it outline the different lessons? Or did you just sit down, start recording and let it come through and then sort of organize it afterwards?
1: A small structure to what I wanted to do and a few of my most favorite rituals. And then I, I believe a few built on from, you know, when you start writing, then then more things, more channels can open up and, and more stuff comes through. So yeah, it was a bit of both between having a structure and then just letting it flow.
0: Mm-hmm. So what role has social media played in your work and in reaching people, if any?
1: Yeah, for sure. Social media is massive. I mean, I don't think I have a humongous following at all on actual, on say Instagram or Facebook or what have you, but it is the following that I have are so beautifully connected to me and they're they're very engaged and, you know, they care. Like it's yeah, it's quite profound that, you know, I see the shifts that happen in people and they, and they reach out to me and, and they tell me about their experiences of, of what they're going through by listening to my, my tracks or my course and that. And, and yeah, that social media has been profound.
0: I mean, if I just go on your profile, every single photo seems to have comments under it saying, I just meditated with you it changed my life. Something along those lines. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful.
0: So getting into more of the behind the scenes, now you're, meditation, you're one of the top teachers and one of the biggest apps in the world. Millions of people are meditating with you. What, how is that impacting your business and your presence as a meditation teacher in the world and your day-to-day?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely, you know, I have constant inquiries coming through from different people you know whether that's all over the world or I have a lot of course in my in my hometown in recent times I've actually had to learn to say no and I've been saying no a lot more than I've been saying yes and that's purely to protect my energy and to rise and heal from a space where I did go through a bit of a space of being completely overwhelmed and and I guess you would maybe even term it being burnt out and I briefly mm-hmm. mentioned at the start that I had, I've been, I have just gently removed myself from teaching and from healing from, for about the last six months. And I'm actually working as a landscaper each day, which is something that I don't actually put too much on, on the socials, which is interesting because it actually makes me, if anything, it makes me far more relatable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's something that. Now coming out of this space of you know just feeling like I've just had complete adrenal fatigue, and it was purely because I wasn't completely embodying what I'm teaching. You know, I've, I've throughout my that's why I created morning morning ritual, and that's why I created yeah, my course as well. Is all about just teaching myself. As I said, I record these things for myself first and foremost, and and it's just something that I've I've really had to learn. And going through stages where you know I'm running five meditation classes a week and seeing Reiki clients or spiritual healing clients all week. You know I'm giving, 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 giving. And then when I'm not waking up and I'm not meditating or I'm you know not doing those high vibrational things, you know your body goes into almost a, a feeling of, of grief or of loss because you know you've been at this space one one time. You've been at this high vibrational space where you wake up beautifully every day and you're just. Getting, you know, you're doing all of your morning rituals and you're absolutely killing it at life. And then, you know, one day you'll miss one of your rituals. You're like, oh, that's okay. The next day you'll miss a couple. And the third day you haven't done anything. And then that third day turns into three weeks. And then you feel like shit. Mm -hmm. And and it's not only it's not only that your body knows the vibration that you have sat at and it yearns to be at that space, but you've also lost so much trust within yourself and and that trust that just personally that just beat me down and yeah i just got to this space where one day i just i just pulled the plug on my on my sessions and i've had to come back to these you know these basic fundamentals which i teach and then you know meditate twice a day and just look after myself eat healthy and you know now i feel fantastic but i've been through that space and it's happened it's it's been throughout my life it's happened multiple times You know, it's just like, it's like, okay, man, you have to man up and own this shit. Like, this is you. If you want to teach this, you have to do this. So Mm. hence my course.
0: (laughs) That makes so much sense. And it takes courage to admit to yourself, wow, I'm really not living by my own teachings.
1: Mm. No, it's horrible. It it actually, it like deeply hurts me (laughs) because I know, yeah, there's, it's not just the healing for myself. It's the healing for all these other people on this earth, which I just, I yearn to give. It's just, it's, it's seriously, I just have this intense feeling on my heart, which, which I just have to get this out there.
0: So now, first of all, I can relate to so much of what you're saying, because with my blog, with my platform Breakfast Criminals, it all started with me sharing pictures of hard-shaped bowls of filled with acai usually and sharing morning inspiring messages of staying uplifted and starting your day with self-love and nourishment to really help me get through a heartbreak and then it became this global movement that's really based on the idea of how you start your day is how you live your life and your morning rituals are this magic portal that set you up for success for the rest of the day and it took me I really disconnected from the that idea of self-love that I preach every day. And it took some courage just in the last few weeks to admit, wow, I talk about self-love and I thought I nailed it because I have all these products I sell around this idea and I talk about it every day, but how am I actually practicing it? And it it's now that I have admitted it to myself and I've said it out loud, it feels like there's such freedom to go back to my own teachings and start from the beginning. And it's just this constant journey of starting over and over. And I love the saying that we all have to teach that we most have to learn.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely.
0: But also, in general, there was something going on in the past few months in the universe where I also felt and I know a lot of people did too, just like this general sense of burnout and overwhelm. I think it was just in the space for some reason.
1: Mm, It's just truly a sign of the times. We are just so overworked and undernourished. It's actually an epidemic. It truly Mm. is an epidemic.
0: So now that you're coming back to your practice and to nourishing yourself on every level, what are some things that are making you feel the most woke?
1: You know, my my practice is very simple. I, I get up, I meditate for 20 minutes. I'm actually using the one giant mind being technique so that's very stripped back. There's not a lot of fluff, if any fluff at all. It's really going, going within and accessing and enlivening your awareness state. So really allowing your awareness to spill into anything. And, and that's sort of what I, when I mentioned before about always being connected to everything. It's just, you know, if, if you were asked during that meditation, you know, where you started and where you finished in terms of like a physical mass, you would have no idea because you are you are just you are being so yeah that's like my meditation is in the morning and in the night 20 minutes each time it's so simple it's just so stripped back it's all I've needed in this time and then you know starting to you know I love the beach I love I love grounding I took my dog out for, he went to the toilet this morning at about 4.40 and I I was annoyed because I had a late night and I had an early start. I went out with him and and I stood on the grass and I looked up at the stars and I just, I just breathed into that moment. And, you know, the Southern Cross was above me and, um, and like the, the clouds were just moving in this most majestic way. And I just, in that moment, I just truly felt so, like, I, I felt so small, but so huge. Like, it, I don't know, there was just this profound feeling of connection there with, with the whole ecosystem. It was, yeah, it was amazing. I think I just went totally off topic then.
0: <laughs> no, I love where you're going with this. I mean, this yeah. is all that it's about. You know, I create space. I have an intention of what we're going to talk about, but then it just takes us wherever it's going to be the most impactful. Yeah truly. So now that you are, thanks to your dog, reconnected to the stars. Yes. And thanks to Johnny and One Giant Mind, you have that twice a day practice. Yes. What is your vision? What's making you feel excited in terms of how you share your gifts with the
1: world? Yeah, for sure. So with Insight Timer, I am, you know, I've dedicated, I've dedicated myself to release tracks bi-monthly so there'll be tracks coming out oh, wow. every couple of months and because you know my morning ritual and and some of the other tracks you know that were done a couple of years ago now so i've really been just living off of those off of those high vibes for for a while so it's it's just time to release some more of that into the world there's there's new energy coming in and and there's new words that need to be spoken so yeah i'm super pumped about that in the next week i've got I've got a a track all about enlivening creativity, which I'll be finishing, and yeah, that will be up there early mm. next month, I believe. So, yeah, super excited about that. I've also got one about self love, um, oh. and yeah, that that stuff just gets me excited. That stuff really, like as I said before, it just chokes me up for some reason. Like I just I get so emotional when I when that energy is released. Yeah, it's mm. it's something I can't really explain it. So exciting news, which is coming in the next within the next two months, is my wife and I, Jody, just bought a, a caravan. We're in the middle of renovating it. It's quite a scary process, <laughs> and it's a 1969 old girl. And yeah, we're just we're creating it to be a home in which we're going to be living in for about a year. We're wow. giving ourselves a year on the road, and we're we're uh, looking to do the big loop of Australia with our little boy River. And that's, you know, one of the most exciting projects that we've got happening at the moment. I know that doesn't exactly affect the greater, the greater world. I mean, people will be hopefully following along on our journey as well. And, and I, I can't wait to be just finding the most divine places, you know, beaches or, or wherever we find the outback just to, to connect in and, and to meditate there first and foremost, but then to record through that energy. I just, I'm so excited to do that.
0: Oh, Wow people are actually going to be following your journey not just visually for instagram but through the energy you're capturing with your meditations
1: yeah that's, that's the dream yeah yeah absolutely so on the road my wife and i have she's actually doing the the one giant mind teacher training so she's just jumped on 2 weeks ago and she's actually learning to become a meditation teacher so yeah we've got some plans with that on on a bit of like a side project with one giant mind so and then, of course, I've got some, I'd, I'd like to be, yeah, just connecting with people more often with my meditations on on more of a global scale in a live situation online. So yeah, that's sort of what you can expect with me, really really healing off the cuff, just channeled meditations weekly. So and then you know one giant mind has really, and Johnny has really given me this structure in which to teach meditation. So, I would call it my art form. My art form is very, I almost don't know. Of course, you can teach it, but it really is that channeling of energy. And it really comes, I don't know, it's something that just comes so naturally to me. I almost don't even know how to teach it. Whereas the structure that One Giant Mind is giving me, it's allowing me to hand this gift over to people, very different style of meditation. But I am handing the baton over to you so you can feel empowered. And yeah, you can become your own healer or your own teacher eventually. So yeah, two different sides, but yeah, equally as powerful.
0: And what's the inspiration behind you going nomadic for almost a year? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So because of this recent feeling of overwhelm and and almost feeling like I'm just battling in the trenches, you know, I I work full-time landscaping and, and, you know, that's hard work. And although I do enjoy it and I'm out in the, some people think, oh, wow, that must be so beautiful. You know, you're out with the trees and you get your hands in the dirt each day. Yes, sometimes, but sometimes planting trees is like the smallest part of our day. We, you know, we do a lot of concreting and paving and, and a lot of like hard work and digging. And although I am connected to the earth in some way there, it just isn't my my true purpose. It has taught me so much and I'm so grateful for all of the skills and the resilience and and there's just I can't even begin the list of things that it's taught me, but yeah, it is just time to shift from that and to step into you know what I'm what I'm going to be doing.
0: So I want to get down to business here with you. You down for that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I totally didn't answer your the rest of your question then about moving nomadic, but yeah, it was just about. The last couple of years, I've just my wife and I have really felt that we, as I said, we've been like battling in the trenches and you know making ends meet, and we're just we just haven't been having the experiences that yeah we just want to be experiencing life on such a deeper, more grander level, and getting in a van and almost having this half half baked idea of a plan and just to go for it. We're going to have an experience every single day now, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. It's going to be it's going to be something new, and it's going to be something exciting. And nine years ago, next month it will be nine years to the to the day. I actually went on a trip up the east coast of Australia in a van by myself, and I met my wife. Oh wow! In Newcastle, and and you know we've we've been inseparable ever since. So we have always looked to uh, we've always been looking on on you know different sales sites for for another van or a caravan. And that's been something that's happened for nine years. So we've we've finally said, you know what, screw this. We're not having another year like we have had. We are going full bore for experiences, for expansiveness and for growth, you know, hopefully beyond our wildest dreams.
0: Wow. And how did you guys meet?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gee. It was a Thursday night. I think I was out with with some friends who I'd met up in Newcastle, where she's from. And we were just out for, yeah, some, some drinks, some birthday drinks. And, and we went across to this pub and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to have one drink. I'm, I'm not even, I don't even want to have any, any drinks tonight, but I'll just, I'll just come in and have one just to show up. And then we went over and pretty much as soon as I walked in the door, we just, we just caught each other's eyes. And then, yeah, it was a bit of this like awkward, I don't know, awkwardness for a while. And then, yeah, we finally got talking and then the rest is history.
0: Were you guys both into meditation and spirituality from the
1: get-go? Jody, not so much. I feel like I've definitely taught her a lot of a lot of these, you know, ways and what have you. Oh, and it's also it's also important to know that she was actually up there singing karaoke on a <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> she was singing Daryl Braithwaite horses, if if you know that one. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was captivating, and I couldn't say no. Wow. <laughs> okay.
0: That's fascinating. I'm so excited to follow your journey. Speaking of your journey, by the way, are you going to be, you know, do you plan on sharing the journey visually on Instagram?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because
0: absolutely. I'm sure there's so many people who want to do something like this and just want to live vicariously through you and maybe get inspired to do it themselves.
1: Yeah, I absolutely want to inspire as many people to get on the road because it, it is the most fun you can have. Even with a little it's-
0: small child?
1: who knows <laughs> that's going to be something that I have no idea you know he's he's almost two he's he's entering this space of he's got some awesome tantrums that are happening and yeah he's he's entering this really huge, uh, just hilarious space which is is challenging and and whatnot and, and you know we have a lot of family very close by to us here and here in Adelaide and that is you know we get a lot of support so when we hit the road that's going to be a very different yeah dynamic for us to navigate especially when we're both going to be working jody jody does a lot of website design and graphic design and and coaching and and yeah for us to both be working on laptops and you know experiencing where we you know the places that we are with our little man it's going to be a small juggling act i'm sure
0: do people ever recognize you like on the street
1: yeah i have a few people come up to me and say i thought that was you or you know especially when i go to like those uh you know, like Wonderlust or something like that. That you know, a lot of people come up to me, you know, because that's what they're into. Um, but yes, it does happen. How does it feel? Uh, if, if it was good, like I try not to, you know, I, I don't let my my ego get in the way and you know become all pumped up or anything. But um, yeah, it's just it's just it's beautiful recognition to know that my work is getting out there.
0: Right, because my marketing brain is instantly thinking, well, if you're going to be traveling, then why not announce? You might already be doing this. In every town, you're going to be stopping. at, announce that you're having a gathering and just doing these events.
1: Mm, absolutely, there's more, way more thought that needs to go into this. I, you know, my marketing brain is sometimes switched off, and my Instagram brain, in terms of posting, you know, sometimes I'm not overly active on there because I just, especially in this last period, I've just been, you know, I've been quite, quite inward. It's shifting, and I'm feeling the urge to share and and just allow it to be a little bit more organic. So. Yeah, I totally get what you mean, I, yeah. and I would love to uh, connect with you know different communities going around Australia because I, I I know there's people out there who are who listen to me daily. So yeah, it needs to happen.
0: Okay, so down to business. Yes. Now that you are going to be traveling, sounds like you're not going to be doing landscaping while you're traveling, right?
1: No, correct.
0: So now your full time priority for mm. the first ten years, maybe right, is going to be a meditation and your healing. Yeah. And how are you planning to? make it work in terms of business and finances
1: yeah for sure so super super fortunate that the insight timer i'm um, actually you know there's different changes that have happened with insight timer and they've, they've made a humongous effort and the most just just really seamless like heartfelt conscious effort to create conscious business through their model and you know how they are opening up different different premium sections of the site where people can pay to get different access to different tracks or what have you, you know, that that filters down the line. And through through the course that I have on there, you know, that's different income that comes in. So that is something, that is some like amazing residual income that floats in monthly. So that is a huge, huge bonus for traveling. I would say that potentially maybe not be able to do we're wanting to do without that it is a great help also one giant mind. you know i can work remotely with that i'm I'm on a computer and yes supporting different students through through the teacher training program so you know working remote working from my laptop we're very spoiled these days that we can do this so and it was a i don't know if it was an intention that i set or if it was a seed that i just subconsciously planted a while back but I, i wanted to work in a way that was yeah, from a laptop where, where I could be location independent. It didn't matter where I was in the world that I could work. And that has absolutely come to fruition. So, you know, on the road, we won't. Yeah, well, I'm not too sure. I think, I think it's just going to work beautifully. And, and my wife being doing the work that she does on a computer, I think it's, you know, we've crunched a few numbers. And I think it's going to be probably better than like living living in our house and, and working a full-time job on the side of all of it.
0: Wow, just because the expenses are going down?
1: Expenses are going down considerably. Obviously there's a lot more fuel and, and and there'll be other costs that I probably haven't even factored into it. But even even still, you know, with our program and what have you that we're wanting to release sometime later this year, it's just going to be I just have the utmost faith and and knowing that it's gonna be so expansive that yeah, it'll be on beyond what we've experienced before.
0: Mm. Oof! That's an intention that we all should be setting for everything.
1: Mm, something that you know, I, f- I feel like in the last couple of years, I've, I've I've lived it really small. I've lived it really small in my mind, and and it's kept me constricted. And especially through that period of you know overwhelm and what have you, I felt very constricted, and and my thoughts were very small. And it just kept myself and my wife. It kept us both playing small and i'm just sick of that shit it's just such an old story from you know wherever it's from whether it's from conditioning through childhood or just you know everything comes from your childhood really and and past experiences so i'm just over that stuff it's just it's the vibration on this earth and and within us that we can embody is so much greater than that stuff we are just so deserving of everyone is so deserving of anything they truly want and and it's just it's time to just to own it, it's really to accept it and own it, and just to step into that and not screw around with it anymore.
0: Hmm. I love that. Is there anything specific that is helping you play big?
1: This vision and and movement into this van, it's in in that in itself. You know, it's it feels it's quite it feels quite daring, and it feels quite you know different from how we have lived in the last you know nine or so years. And you know, even that massive shift, like we have my wife has just been on fire she's been clearing out our house like i've never seen anyone do this like a bull in a china shop without breaking the things she has just gone to town on all of our cupboards we are just we have and it's been a conscious decision in the last couple of years we we had a massive garage sale last year and we have been consciously almost almost subconsciously preparing for this event to take off and you know this simplifying and stripping of all of these things all this stuff that we have accumulated over this time it's really going it's really allowing more in so so it's creating
0: physical space and through that creating energetic space
1: yeah because you you get rid of all that distraction you get rid of all this shit this Mm -hmm. shit that we have everywhere and it's like all of that stuff is so distracting And, and yeah, you just, you have all this space, this cosmic space is, uh, you know, within all of your body, your energy, it's just, it's just space everywhere. And and you can, you can accept whatever you want inward. Mm, I love that. You can accept shit inward, or you can accept greatness inward. So I'm moving towards greatness.
0: (laughs) Right. And it all goes back to intent and having those rituals.
1: And just keeping your eye on the prize.
0: Mm.
1: Just those little reminders as a reminder. So whether it's a note next to your bed, when you wake up, you see this note and it says, you are beautiful. You are worthy. You are, you know, you are enough. Any layer of whatever you need to hear in that moment. Yeah. Change it up and just own it.
0: Okay. Last question before we wrap, Mm. you know, any, in my world, in social media world, all my work is done through social media and I've always been into both the business side of things and the spirituality. And I've always found that social media for me has been this tool to share my world, to share my creativity and to make money doing what I love. And, you know, for you, it's not directly, let's say Instagram, like it is for me, but for you, it's the app and all the numbers there and the downloads there. And the myth that I find people living with is that when you have the numbers, that just you have it all. And mm. I know from my experience that numbers are great, but then it's what you do with them and how you have your, continue having your own personal practice and moving forward that really makes you fulfilled. Mm. I don't even know what the question is. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean you know the numbers for me you know it, it doesn't equate to millions of dollars in the bank or anything like that you know i still work a full-time job and these these other things like you know my life's work is is on the side at the moment so you know that's something to consider that it doesn't always numbers don't always equate to yeah being financially free i guess and you know a lot of people on on social media uh, you know they, they're getting sent a lot of stuff and and they're getting sent you know a lot of Physical products and potentially that's not equating to actual dollars in the bank or any anything like people may may imagine so it's probably just adding to their distraction right so it's an interesting it's just totally illusion it is, is absolutely illusion all social media like you know in its in its essence we can put out there whatever we wish people to see and of course people are going to take that from like it's it's our nature to take that on as you know first we compare and then we we see what they' what other people are doing, and you know that can be deeply affecting like affect you and and it has deeply affected me in the past you know comparing myself to other people and and what I perceive you know it's only a perception I don't know these things as truths they're truths to me because that's what I'm putting on myself but they, they definitely may not be truths for other people. I know time and time again when I've met people who I have you know either look up look at them and they've got five hundred thousand followers or they've got whatever thousand followers. Like I'm just like, well, they are they are just they are just living it. Like they have made it. And then you meet them and you you know like you get to know them on a on a deeper level and they go through all the same stuff as Mm -hmm. us, like as you know as as anyone. And sometimes they go through things harder and deeper and more almost violently because they're in this state of. Yeah, I'm not even too sure what the word is, but uh, for lack of a better term, like a hierarchy. You know, they're in this, they're in this,
0: mm.
1: yeah, larger space. So, yeah, I'm not too sure. They, it's almost like sometimes they fall harder or they go through these things. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure where I was going with right. that. But right. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally hear you. I yeah, totally
1: yeah. hear
0: you. I really believe that social media, just like real life, it doesn't have energy of its own. It's only the meanings that we subscribe. Or yes. what's or you know give to things around us, yeah. And just like in real life, we would be comparing ourselves. Or one thing that's really helped me is I look at someone who's more successful or perceivably more successful than me, and ask myself, "What can I learn from them?" Versus, "Why am I worse than them?" You know.
1: Yeah. I did a uh, one of my latest tracks on Insight Timer, which is in the premium section. It's it's on the daily insight. It's called Healing the Seeds of Comparison and Mm -hmm. my final final line on that is all about celebration over comparison so -hmm. if you see someone in these positions and you think wow like look at what these guys are doing look how much money or you know look at the experiences look at the luxury that these people are living and and you know you can instantly I just ask people to observe what feeling they're having within their body and where that's actually coming from is it is it a feeling of you know is there jealousy popping up is there mm. love popping up is there you know any of these comparative feelings popping up and yeah i really just just tune into celebrating those people celebrating those qualities because that's that's the same as like a gratitude practice you're you're just sending love into those spaces and what you appreciate appreciates so if you pr- appreciate that that's going to come to you
0: That's right, that's in your course. I'm remembering this now. Uh,
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So, speaking of creating massive abundance beyond your wildest thoughts and dreams. For you, how can everyone listening connect with your work and support you? Is it best to go on your website and buy the meditations from there? Is it going to the Insight Timer app? What's the best way to do it?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I guess you know, if you're wanting to have the meditations on your all, all your personal devices, absolutely heading to the There's all of my tracks on there. How else you can connect with me is is Insight Timer. So Insight Timer, Instagram. If you go on, you know, sharing sharing my work through the app, sharing it to your social, sharing it to your friends, that is a huge support for me. That just spreads the word and it spreads the message, giving me a, I do want to say a five-star rating, but giving me an honest review are mm-hmm. not all just about just give me five stars because i want people to be honest like there's no point giving me five stars if you hated it so but you know an <laughs> honest review is is amazing all of these things help me so yeah connecting with the inside time is fantastic jumping awesome. on my mailing list and following along this journey there's going to be yeah a very new chapter emerging which has emerged and is unfolding before us. So yeah, super excited about what this this year is going to, and, and the next year is going to unfold. It's it's great. So excited to follow
0: along. And I'm also noticing that on the Insight Timer page for you, it has the donate button.
1: Ah, yes, the donate button. Yes, people are so generous. It's unbelievable. You know, absolutely. If you feel, if I'd say, you know, if you feel your heart being shifted, or if you feel it being nurtured, and, and you are touched in some way, and you do, you know, you, you feel compelled to donate. Please be my guest. That is is so helpful to help me create more more music, like create more tracks, and and get more work out to you. But it's not a it's not a thing that you need to do.
0: Mm, love it. So excited to share all this work. If you guys are moved by any part of this, please take a screenshot of either you listening to it on your screen or maybe just a picture of what's around you while you're listening and. Post it on Instagram stories and tag at Jason McRice. We want to hear from you. And Jace, before we wrap up, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you would like to share?
1: Oh, gosh, <laughs> on the spot. You know what? We've really covered so much. I feel like we've had a really beautiful ending to our chat almost. It's just been so comprehensive. And, and you, yeah, you've really brought out things in me which I didn't even think we'd talk about. So yeah, I thank you for, for having me on. It's been amazing.
0: Awesome. It's my pleasure. Thank you for being with me. If you're moved by what was shared in this episode and not sure how to take action, start by writing down what moved you. When we notice abundance in all shapes and forms and honor it, it grows. And if you're called to share the podcast with someone who you know is ready to receive it, follow that. Find all episodes, show notes, and current offerings on fundedbysource.com. Subscribe to Funded by Source on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review, and take one deep breath into the knowing that's already within you. Since this podcast was released in 2019, a lot of things have changed and From what I know, Jason now makes full-time income from his teachings on Insight Timer, which makes this previous conversation even more beautiful because it gives us a glimpse into the mindset and the expansive vision that Jason was holding that led him to this life of freedom and truly channeling his teachings and being supported and provided for by Source. I think I will do another episode with Jason soon if he agrees, but in the meantime, please do let me know your takeaways and tag at fundedbysource on Instagram, and if you end up meditating with Jason, let me know how that goes. Much love.